shout out to Taylor Swift today. It is? Yeah, today's Taylor's birthday. I don't know how she, old she is, but I don't know if it's going to matter that we don't know that. I don't know that she, I don't know that she listens to Ancient and New. It's possible. Yeah. Hmm. Favorite Taylor Swift song? Go. Probably Cardigan. Oh, dude, I literally was going to say Cardigan. Yeah. Favorite song off the new album? Uh, I mean, it's it's generic, but Antihero. Antihero's very good. I think yeah. it's just so good. It, the the thing that I I'm think, a sweet nothing guy. Yeah, I know you like that one. I, I Maddie showed me woulda shoulda could have on yeah, the expanded pack. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, uh, I love Antihero has this thing the whole time, and then after every course, it has its own little melody. Yeah, I think it's so cool. The, You're just the little turnaround. It's just really cool. She's very good, man. Congrats, Taylor. Happy birthday. And um, we're going to start out kind of serious. So we've got a happy birthday shout out to Taylor Swift. And then we've got an RIP to Coach Mike Leach. Yeah, that's sad. Sorry for the Leach family. And for sad. It's super sad. Yeah. Like just such a unique and um, figure in, in in the sport that we love so much. Yeah. 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 It's always a little bit. like someone, when somebody you see regularly is just gone all of a sudden, which like we, you know, we saw him on TV regularly, right? But you just like everything. It just jars you a little bit. There was a moment where Tennessee was about to hire Mike Leach to be their football coach, and I was so excited. It's the literally that year I told Christy, I said the only thing I want for Christmas is I want Mike Leach to get hired for Tennessee football. I just Man. want, I just want that, which is interesting because they went away from that. They hired Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> that was what it, that was. Yeah, and then, uh, and then. Then the the new Tennessee athletic director Danny White hired one of Leach's like disciples, yeah, in Josh Heupel, yeah, which for him. like because my favorite my favorite of all the stories about Mike Leach is that one time when he was the coach of the Oklahoma Sooners and he was the offensive well he wasn't the coach he was the offensive coordinator and Josh Heupel the coach of the the very good Vols was their starting quarterback <laughs> they were playing. Uh, the University of Texas in the Cotton Bowl, right? I don't think they would have. Oh, you mean in the in the Red River rivalry? Rivalry that would be at the Cotton Bowl. At, at the, the Cotton Bowl, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> and he he made a fake play sheet for Oklahoma's offense. Really? He like went through all this stuff, and and it wasn't just that he made a fake play sheet like a, a script, like this is okay. how we're going to start the game. This is going to be play number one, play number two, all the way through like play number nine kind of thing. And our main kind of battle plan for the game or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't just that he made a fake play sheet. He made a play sheet where every play would draw the defense exactly away from what they wanted to do in the real script for opening the game. Well, how, so what? So what he did was he made the fake play sheet. It took him a long time because it was really exact. And then he gave it to a backup quarterback, and he said, here's what I want you to do. When the team's running into the tunnel, I want you to very obviously look like you're putting this paper in your belt, in the belt of your football pads, and let it slide through and hit the ground and then keep running into the tunnel. So the backup quarterback did that. <laughs> Texas um, graduate assistant saw it, who happened to be Tom Herman, by the way. Oh. And he picked it up and was like, oh! <gasps> It's their, it's their offensive script. It's their play sheet. 
and he gave it to the defensive coordinator of Texas. And so the defensive coordinator of Texas was like, "Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crush them on the opening series." And Josh Heupel just sliced them up and went down for a score. Wow! By the time they were up seventeen to zero, the defensive coordinator for Texas like threw up, like wadded up the play sheet and threw it in the trash in the booth, and then called a different defense. And then Texas went on a thirty-eight to zero run. Wow! And beat Oklahoma. Oh, I didn't know that. It's an amazing. It just that's my favorite Mike Leach story, though. Is so they call it the Cotton Bowl caper. Oh. Well, okay, so that, that brings up a bigger like. Let's go. You, if you find a play sheet, is it fair game, or are you like, no, I'm not doing this? Like, part of me when you're saying that they like Tom Herman was like, I did. I'm like, that feels like cheating a little bit. <laughs> of course it is. Everybody, everybody in these sports cheats. Yeah, but can. that feels like, like okay. So here, here's my thing. Like in baseball, like sign stealing is a thing. Sure. Right. But that is like it's a decoding. It is a meticulous. But like, I would feel weird if I found a, a coach's wristband like that baseball yeah. teams use now. Right. I, it would be like that wasn't right. But like, if I'm standing on second, watching the pitches get called, and the catcher doesn't do a good enough job of hiding them, and I get it, it's like, well, yeah, I'm gonna tell the batter that it's a curveball. Right. Of course I am. And you have signals for that. Yeah. But this is a little different. But it's also hilarious. The thing I I think the reason I bring it up and the thing I love about it is that Mike Leach knew that they would do that. He knew that they would bite on it. Wow. And he capitalized on it. They they mm. went on a seventeen to zero run. Yeah. <laughs> then lost. The, yeah, then they got crushed. Yeah, but the, the I, I will say though, he he did eventually lead as offensive coordinator that Josh Heupel led Oklahoma Sooners, Sooners team to a national championship. Yeah. And a Heisman runner up for absolutely Joshy hype. Incredible. Hmm. Just to, anyway, just a really unique dude. And yeah, I'm bummed. Super unique dude. Yeah. I'm bummed. Yeah, Although I don't saying. agree with his stance on candy corn. I like candy corn. I'm a, I'm a candy corn guy. I don't, I don't think I'm ever reaching for candy corn, but if someone gave it to me, I'd probably eat it. What about those two. mellow cream pumpkins? Yeah. It's the same thing. Well, it's the same thing, but it's bigger. So I probably, I don't know. I'm like pretty lukewarm on candy. You know, like I will eat candy in a couple of scenarios. If it is just the right thing on the right day, but usually I have to be able to brush my teeth within the next 15 minutes. That's my problem with it. Well, that's, that's a separate Thomas Cox issue. I mean, you brush your teeth like 16 times a day. Well, yeah, but I don't like, I don't like the idea of like having candy stuck between my teeth for six hours and like little thing people don't talk about if you eat chocolate you get bad breath whoa you never notice this yeah no any any candy you get bad breath is it the way the sugar breaks down on i think so like like i'm not talking about in the moment it's like well duh you're eating chocolate but i'm saying like you wait an hour it's gonna be funky it's different it's different like it's not worse than coffee though is it coffee's its own thing like like (laughs) If you breathed coffee breath in my face, I'd be like, dude, you got coffee breath. But I'm not like, oh, your breath smells terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, if right now you ate a handful of milk cream pumpkins and a Kit Kat and waited 30 minutes and breathed in my face, I'd be like, dude, brush your teeth. <laughs> I would never say that to you, but like in my heart, that's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> in my heart. I think I someone out the there. Lord. Yeah. I, I think someone out there. The <laughs> I have to, I have to love it, but I don't have to like it. 
I, I have to love it, but I don't have to be friends with it. I have to forgive it. it, but I don't yeah, have to yeah, be reconciled. I don't have, have to trust it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if we should end it right now? There's there's all the <laughs> scriptural knowledge yeah. you're going to get. That's love funny. is given, trust is earned. I think someone out there probably would back me up on the, like, on I'm the just really, breath? I'm breath conscious. Well, okay. I like that you said coffee's its own thing because Mike Leach was his own thing. And that's a good way to button up this cold open. Yeah. Both are their own thing. Thanks for yawning. There's no ancient new without a Thomas yawn. It's not Welcome on purpose. To I don't new. get it. I, re- I, re- I did an interview for someone the other day. Yeah. It, like really? with the video camera in front of me. Yeah. Mm. School project. Not a big deal. So <laughs> but they handed me the mic and I started yawning. And Maddie was like, are you joking? This isn't the show. This isn't your, ep- your podcast. And I was like, I was like, no, she didn't say it like that. That sounded really snarky. Oh, it wasn't. Thank you, Maddie. Are you joking? She didn't say that. Welcome to Ancient New. This is a podcast where Thomas and I are going to talk about some scriptures at this point. A scant nine minutes and 11 minutes into the show. Nine minutes and 11 seconds. That's the, the longest one ever. It's got no. to be. Oh, really? <laughs> gone. We've gone well into 12 and 13 before. Take Sorry, us to the, to the Holy Scriptures. I'm, if I'm listening to the show, I skip over that. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Do you think Thomas listens to this show? <laughs> Happy birthday, Taylor. Nope. Uh, Matthew 24. Fun. So I'm doing a uh, devotional, Jim Branch devotional. I really, really yeah. like it. I think it's called Order My Steps. It is. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And there was, th- this was from it the other day. And I, I took my own piece from this and I was pretty excited about it. Um, it hit, it, a, a thing hit me and um, it came from theological malpractice. So I'll say that. Yeah, like it came from a thought someone... I, I like, you know, I'm a couple people away from had recently. Okay. And I was just like, Ooh, dude, don't say that ever again. Mm. Um, also you should probably talk to somebody, but like, you know, it, like about your theology. Cause that's Are not going to break down the theological malpractice. I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to read the thing first. So, okay. Um, therefore keep watch because wait, you do. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. 24, 42, 42. Wow. I just would have been searching. All I can hear is John saying, or is it Ringo? Hold it. <laughs> Dig a pony. Hold it. They like shake everything off. Yeah, it's stuff. Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Up on the roof. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> nobody got that. No. All right. Except Nora. I don't yeah. know if Nora listens to this podcast. Mm, Verse 42. All right. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants and his household to give them their food at the proper time? It would be good for the servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Okay, I'm going to stop there. So the, the theological malpractice that I've I heard recently was uh, like it was it was in regards to sin. Like you you wouldn't want to be caught doing that when Jesus comes back because it'll probably just leave you. Wow. Which I was just like, I don't think it works like that. Also, that's like all it was was manipulation. It was not you know it wasn't like uh, it it you know what I mean. Like it was totally manipulation. That's yeah, like, what that was. Like who who's he gonna be able to take? Yeah. Right. Like so. I, 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 can you point to many l- moments in my life where the depths of my heart were completely pure and sinless? Go ahead and get it out. Tom. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Dude, I'm tired. My son is teething. Okay. 
my did God. you did you see eleven forty five and then four last <laughs> night? Because I did. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so those so little chompers are coming through. Who, whose heart is completely pure? So. Exactly. So like, okay. So I'm I'm reading this, and it's part of what popped in my head. But like, it led me to a thought, which was, uh, my hope is that I am like, when the Lord returns, it isn't a moment where I am. I'm keeping watch and thinking about him. And what I meant by that was not because that is the only way he's going to bring me back with him is that if I'm doing so well and I'm sure. only thinking about that, you did it, Thomas, um, you, I you did were it pure enough. You were amazing. Right. So like I, I was doing so well, so the Lord must take me with him. And it, it, you know, if I wasn't then, uh, you know, I, and I got to, I need to re-remember what I was actually writing at the time. Um, it like, I hope he comes and, I hope when he comes, it, if it is in the time that I am still alive and have not already gone to see him because of my death, um, I am caught in a moment where I'm thinking about him because I, I do think like, oh man, like, I, I just want to, that's because I'm trying to figure out how to word this well. I just want that to be where my heart is more often. Does that make sense? Yes. It's not because like, I am so awesome or I don't want to be sinning. It's because like I want more regularly to be expectant. And we've talked about this recently. Yeah. I want it to because want it to be that way because I've gotten so much better at that. Not yeah. that I'm better at being sinless. Not that I'm better at being whatever. It's just that like I'm so expectant for the Lord because what that leads to in my life when I am expectant for him and thinking about him and thinking about heaven is less sin and less right. distance and less uh, you know, a less ver a less worse version of me when I am, my thoughts are more pointed towards heaven and my thoughts are more pointed towards the Lord and his return. I hope that made sense. I, I wrote it down and I didn't actually read it and I should have. Um, but anyways, well, I think, um, one of the things that you bring this up makes me think about is just kind of the global question of what is the point of our religion. What is the point of having a relationship with Jesus? Hmm. And what I mean by that is, is the point sinning less? Hmm. Is that the whole point? Is the point that um, you're supposed to know Jesus is that God is trying to create a group of people who sin less while they're living this life? A um, couple things on that. Um, if that's the goal of the Holy Spirit, if that's God's goal, I'll say it. He's really bad at his job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, just bad. Yeah. It's it's not going well. Um, and throughout history, it's not gone well. If, on the other hand, the goal is a relationship with him, which may involve you still being kind of a screw-up and you have to keep continually going to him for forgiveness, for help, for aid, for comfort, for peace, well, then that's actually really brilliant mm. because... Like now I have this reason and compulsion to continue to go to him and go to him and go to him. Um, so all, all that to say, like we have this, this question of like, what's the point of it? But what you're saying is like, I do want to watch and be ready. I do want to be thinking about him more. I do want to be awake and ready for the thief to break into the house because I like me more like that. I, I feel like I hear yeah, I hear that's, you that's what that. I'm trying to say, and I didn't say it well, so thank you. No, no, no. You said it well. I'm just hey, I don't – yeah, no. No, I didn't. 
If I had control of this right now, I would start over, but this is oh not how we run this gosh. thing. <laughs> it's ri- it's We really do cool. one a week, so occasionally there's going to be a, a, just a goose egg laid by one of us. Yeah. No, that was not a goose egg laid. It was really Well, I, cool. did, I didn't articulate it well, so in my mind. Um, can I read from 1 Corinthians chapter 1? Sure. It's funny. You and I haven't even talked about it, but we haven't done anything Christmassy on this show, and we're in December, which is really unique for us because you and I both like to center ourselves around Christmas. I kind of did Christmas like last week. Yeah. Did we do this last week? You were sick last week. No, the week before you were week sick. Before I was sick. In yeah. um, 1 Corinthians 1, um, yeah, I'm just going to start at the very beginning. Okay. It's a very good place to start. Mm, thanks. Which, by the way, um, <laughs> the one thing that I want to point out just to draw your attention to as we read this is that um, we think about Paul as the author of most of the New Testament, and he was, but... Um, one of the things that you need to put into context there is that he wrote most of his books with someone else. He did a lot of co-writing and that's kind of cool. Like almost every song you can think of. So does Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Taylor does a lot of co-writing. Almost every song that you can think of that Elton John wrote, he wrote with Bernie Taupin. Mm -hmm. Like um, some of the greats are our co-writers. So um, that's something to keep in mind because we we credit Paul, but um, check this out. First Corinthians chapter one, Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes. There we go. There's the co-writer. Way to go, Sosthenes. sick name. It's cool. Um, To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him, you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay, so um, there's, a, there's a reason I wanted to bring this up. One is there's a thing that happens over in Philippians chapter 1 where Paul says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And we always point to that verse as like, look, you can say with confidence, God is going to finish what he started. So when you look at somebody's life, somebody that's met the Lord and they're, they're going through a rough season or they're going through a rough patch, you can be encouraged by the fact that like, Hey, God is not done with that person yet. He's going to finish what he started. And that's a really, really cool promise. Um, at the same time, that book was very, very, very specifically written to a group of people at that time. And so it's one of those things of like, can I globally apply that to every person that's believed in Jesus? Maybe. I mean, it's in the New Testament. It's for believers. But like, it was specifically directed at those people. Um, I still port the promise. I mean, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. But like, the book of Philippians was very, very specifically written for a group of people. And he said things to those people that he wouldn't say to everybody. Like, he said things to them, like, I think about in... Uh, in chapter four, when he says things about the way they supported him and the way that they gave to his ministry out of their poverty. Mm-hmm. And like, he wouldn't have said that to everybody, 
Like that was specific stuff to the Philippians. So all that to say, mm. it's a really cool promise. Yes, I lean on it. I love it. But at the same time, it was very, very specifically written to the Philippians. This one is a little different. So first I want to look at the promise and then I want to, and then I want to widen the lens. So he says in verse eight, he will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. This kind of, um, this kind of nods the head at what you talked about a little bit because it talks about the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, the day Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what you were talking about is like, okay, when Jesus comes back, it'll be like a thief in the night and make sure that you're at your post doing your thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, do I want to be perfect? Am I, is my goal to be perfectly sinless so that I don't get left behind? No, that's not what the scripture. I mean, the scripture is clear. Anyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the book of Romans says. But like you said, like I like me more when I am anticipating and waiting and watching and at my post. Mm-hmm. Um, the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, this so this scripture says he's gonna keep you. He's gonna keep you standing. He's mm-hmm. gonna keep you firm to the end. He's gonna make sure that you're blameless on the day of Christ Jesus. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, is this one like the promise given to the Philippians? Like would you look at it and say like it was super specifically for those people? No. And this is where I want to back up. To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people. Okay. Yes. He wrote it. He and Sosthenes wrote this to the church in Corinth. But then he says this, and this is super cool, together with all those everywhere who call on the name. Yeah. Like it's everybody. It's everybody everywhere for all time. Yes. And that's a, that's an extremely inclusive deal. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no getting around that. That's, that's you and me. That's everybody that reads this. Mm. You're, you're in. Yeah. This promise is for you. Yeah. And that means you can go through this book and read stuff and you're like, wait, this is for me. This is definitely for me. Yeah. It also means that there are places in here where he's like, Hey, don't forget this. You you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. buddy, yeah, you're really good at speaking in tongues and uh, prophesying. That's awesome. You don't love anybody, though, yeah. and that sucks. <laughs> That's sorry. That was a little yeah. spin on the, what that the, was. The but, most important thing would be that you could please love people. That yeah, would be awesome. please. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, no, there's there's just there's a lot of cool things. This is also one of the, the first night Corinthians can be tough to chew on. Difficult. But yeah. it's definitely, uh, it's it's fascinating to know that, like, yeah. And it's a, it's just a good little, the thing you're you're saying there about, Philippians it's good to remember that as you read the scripture like yeah. there's contextual as well as like this is God's holy word that both of those things can exist right like because there's specific yeah. times when he is speaking specifically to people and names them and you're like That's right. you're like I don't know that person and well, I didn't and I think that you know it's like he didn't Paul didn't think that we would be 2,000 years later and Jesus still hadn't come back. Yeah. Like they thought he was coming at any moment, yeah. you know? And, um, and, oh, I mean, and please do Lord, like, please yeah. come it's been at long any enough. moment. Like, we, yeah, we're, we're done. In, I mean, we're yeah, good. In my estimate, we're fine. It's been long enough. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's bail. <laughs> but like, um, but this is such a generous and kind promise because, and it goes back to what you were talking about earlier the reason this is so generous and kind is yes, I want to grow. Yes. I want to be the best version of me. Yes. I like me when I'm walking with Jesus more than I do when I'm not yet. 
I'm not the one this whole thing is hinging upon. Yeah. Like he is the one that's going to keep me firm till the end. He's the yeah. one who's going to make sure that I'm blameless on the day of Lord Jesus. Yeah. It's not me climbing a ladder. Right. And you know, getting a grade on a test. It's that's not what this right, is. Right, right, right. And it's just a continual like I I feel like in my life even though I'm not who I used to be and I am growing and changing, I feel like and yet I just need a continual reminder of mm-hmm. grace. Yeah. Like, hey, this this whole thing is banking on what Jesus did mm-hmm. for me, yeah. not on what I do for him or with him or to right. him. Right. That's cool. That's a good one. Should we do Christmas next week? Maybe we will. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Do you um we didn't get a by the way, we didn't we didn't get a word sneak from Matthew Ruiz today. Unless you did and I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. Um that's a fun game at home for people that um uh, follow along, but we didn't get one this week. Yeah. So you're yeah. trying if you're keeping score. If you have your your scorecard out. I imagine there's someone who's created like a baseball, you know, like some people box score. Yeah, box score that you can just keep and they're like they like write down all word the sneak. little weird words that we say. It's <laughs> a little out of out of the ordinary. Yeah. And then they guesstimate which one is they have the a word code. sneak. Yeah. yeah. What they don't want you to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I imagine Ralphie sitting at the radio and doing the decoder. Yeah, fantastic. Drink more Ovaltine? <laughs> By the way, you know one thing I learned about Mike Leach that I didn't know? No, please that tell. That at one point, and this had to be the low point of his career, that he coached at the University of Kentucky. <laughs> Did you know that? I forgot, but the way that you set that up was amazing. <laughs> I Like, if I am watching a game that is not my team, yeah. I am wikipedia every coach wow. for every team. Is that right? Yeah, it's so weird. So I have this, like... I mean, I do that about everything. We were watching. <laughs> we were watching the uh, Jim Carrey Christmas Carol last night. Oh, and I just, I just googled all the locations that are mentioned in the book, and I realized to get from Camden Town to where uh, Scrooge's Scrooge and Marley's office was yeah. is an hour and ten minute walk. Wow, who knew? Yeah, well, so I mean, that, now you do. that means Bob Cratchit. Would have walked two hours and twenty minutes every day, every single day, to work for that man. Gosh, Blah. and then it was awesome. Then he probably ran. And imagine in the pouring rain or in the cold. In the cold, it's England. It was raining all the time. Yeah, that his his the hill that he'd slide down was literally like a block over from their office. That's so fun. It's really cool. I'm so glad you did that research. That makes me happy. That's what I do. Wow. I like to Google. I like did things with a goog. It's worth a goog. This was probably the least content we've ever produced. That's okay. On an episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Trim the fat. If you want. I would. I'm, I'm Lee. <laughs> I'm Thomas. This has been Ancient New. She is breathing in and out. And I don't know what to do now. But my hands are shaking And the tears are rolling down And her eyes are wide with
trying to stay sane But in another moment Oh, the wave will crash again When you are coming down tonight With one last gasp Oh, it's over You are here And you are shaking Breaking down And in the night The only sound is God with us and you're the one who's crying now you are coming down tonight you are coming down this